Welcome everyone to season two, episode two of the What You're Thinking podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Vince. And we have an exciting show for you today where we're going to talk about a few different things from the stimulus package and the long-term effects of it to navigating through this pandemic as a 20-year-old and how to not become dumb after school. So let's get right into it. All right, guys. So for today's Hit the Breaks or Carry On Topics, uh, we have how the pandemic has affected the job market. So Eric, how do you feel about that? I'd say we can carry on with that. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, it was not the best market before the pandemic, and this thing just kind of makes it, you know, jobs less scarce. So I think it's pretty self-explanatory. And I agree with that. What about you? Uh, yeah, I agree with that 100%. Uh, so the second topic is going to be the stimulus package and long-term effect it may have on society. Okay. Um, that's interesting. That's an interesting topic. Um, I would say we could hit the brakes on that because... So there's a couple of things I wrote down where just I know one thing a lot of people worry about is the tax increases, like with all the government spending that they're doing right now. It's like, you know, are we going to have to have have to pay higher taxes in the future? That's not something anybody wants, really. So that'll right. be interesting, uh, an interesting thing to watch. And then secondly, um, the investing risks. You know, a lot of people with more money in their pockets now are going to want to make more investments that they might not be able to sustain in the long term. So that'll be interesting to see how people how that affects the market and if it will affect people that didn't invest at all and so yeah that's something to watch as well what do you think so i feel like you know the, the stimulus feels as though it, it kind of positioned us to redirect the attention of our leaders uh, because most americans mm-hmm. will be caught up in the you know what what it can do to help me help me buy our accomplished phase um because you know money and all this glory has has power of us in our trying times so like with that said you know if the government decides to give us this stimulus for example you know, money has control over everything that a lot of people do. A lot of people are going to take it. They're going to try to invest with it. A lot of people are going to take it. They're going to try to just put food on the table or cover immediate expenses. You know, with that with that being said, you have to kind of look at the, the position the government's trying to be on. You know, it's like, do we want to look like the bad guys or do we want to kind of make them feel like we tried or we tried to put something out there? Um But I feel like it's kind of a short-term solution to a fleet of problems because we still have families in America who are without funding to put food on the table. Um, They have a lack of business resources as all the reserves are basically exhausted. And they now have a newfound loss of trust for those in charge of a country that we were raised to believe in. Um, Because a lot of people had businesses before the pandemic, you know, happened. A lot of people were doing good. Everything has structure, you know, I'm pretty sure you remember back when it first began, it was either you're poor or you're rich or you're someone who, you know, does day trading all day or you're someone who's fortunate enough to, you know, come up on some money or, you know, get involved in Bitcoin or something like that. Right. If you look at the now, you know, after the pandemic or during the pandemic for a lot of people, we have people who are trapped in their homes because they can't make their mortgage payments. Um, they're on some tor- some type of assistance program with the bank. Obviously, that's going to come to an end soon, just like how we have, you know, landlords with their tenants, you know, tenants didn't have to pay rent for a long time. So although all that money was just piling up because at the end of the day, a mortgage payment is a mortgage payment. That's something that's deferred for a little while. Yes, but it's still a mortgage payment. You know, it's a way for you to secure your property and keep your property. You know, a lot of people have businesses with businesses, especially a restaurant, for example, you have an exhaust fan that needs to be maintained. You have a bunch of waiters and waitresses that need to be paid. You know, you have you have a lot you have a lot of things in there that need to be maintained. You have you know electric bills, light bills, gas bills. You have vendors. You have everything that's still coming in. So export and and, and export and import is something that that you know that's still something you're trying to withstand. But you can't because 
A, you're not getting a lot of consumers because now that we're in the pandemic, people aren't able to go to work, which means people aren't spending money, which means people are trying to be more conservative. That's why I kind of feel like it has a it's, it's a short term solution to a fleet of problems. You know, a stimulus is not really going to fix all those big name problems. And it's only a matter of time before us as the people, we get tired of it and, you know, we, we kind of backfire in it and society changes as a whole. And ultimately, I feel like it's going to make people hold on to their money. People are going to start putting money under the mattress again. They're going to start taking their money out of the stock market. Things are going to be really bad before they get really good. So that's kind of how I feel about the long-term effect it's going to have um, on society as a whole. Okay. When, yeah, when definitely something to think about. Nope. Nah. I'm good. Yeah, that's, that's you made a lot of good points there. All right. So the next topic is going to be um, the benefits of self-love. Do you want to hit the brakes or you want to carry on from that? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely hit the brakes on that one. That's something I feel like I'm always talking about, um, just like in regular conversation. I think self-love is something that this generation is severely lacking um, for a few different reasons. But I think the main benefit of self-love is that uh, you won't tolerate disrespect. And, and if you let people, they'll disrespect you on a, on a regular basis, especially in our generation. So, you know, you I think the main benefit is you won't tolerate disrespect. And then also is that you won't be a burden to other people because when we don't love ourselves to in like the fullest extent, uh, we try to compensate for that by demanding too much from other people and expecting too much from other people. So I think if, you know, think about the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like if you have friends or family that are kind of like putting you down or just mm -hmm. don't support you enough, you know, you're going to think you don't necessarily deserve to be supported. And so you're going to try to make up for that by getting everyone to show you love. And this is, Life is is not pretty sometimes, you know. It's a cold world we live in, yeah. and uh, you know people aren't going to want to give you that love. So you just can't set yourself up for disappointment when you don't get that love. So I think there's a lot of benefits to self love. Hopefully, you know it becomes more of a common thing and more than something just to post on Instagram or Twitter. You know, hopefully people live by it and demand self. You know, and, and practice self love. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, and you know, as far as self love goes, there are definitely a lot of benefits. You know, we're, I mean, we're in our mid-20s, um, but there's still a lot of people that we need to meet, a lot of people that we might influence. You know, one day we might have kids. So, you know, there it goes. That's a, that's a huge person that you need to influence. Um, and I feel like if you don't have the self-love, how are you going to influence that individual? How, how are you going to stop that person from growing up and hating you or possibly growing up and being depressed, you know, or being sad or... You know, looking in the mirror and not believing what they see in, not believing in what they see in, you know. So ultimately, self love has a lot of benefits. You know, if you're if you're the kind of person who sits down who does does yoga all day or tries to, you know, invest time in yourself, you you do see the the difference that comes out of that. You know, versus someone who just you know I hate myself. I'm gonna just I'm gonna smoke this weed all day. I'm gonna just I don't I lost my job during the pandemic. I'm not gonna like I'm not even gonna try again. There aren't going to be restaurants ever again because I was a waiter and now, you know, that's a thing of the past. If you're someone who's stuck in that mindset, it's 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 a it's a it's a never ending whirlwind of of of, of nonsense and, and put downs and negativity. Yeah. And and networks that will never that you'll never find the bridge to, to basically, you know, cross to get to versus if you have the self-love, you know, you're going to your life is going to benefit from it. Yes, it's going to be hard at first because. You know, if you're someone who's never done that before, obviously you're going to be put to the test. But ultimately, mm -hmm. you know, your life is going to respond to whatever you're you're putting out into the universe. 
because we are if we whether we like it or not we we are all um examples of what we live by we're all examples of what we believe in and we're all examples of um things to come if you're someone who sits down you're thinking about your future all day or you're someone who you know implements strategies or someone who writes everything down and you know spend that time with yourself that someone would spend with a five-year-old trying to learn the abcs you're definitely going to have something that that's going to come from that in the long run so i feel like you know there are definitely a lot of benefits to self-love all right totally agree um so our next hit the breaks to carry on topic is going to be navigating through the pandemic as a mid-20 millennial how do you feel about that yeah definitely want to hit the brakes on that one too um it's just you know th this experience that we've been having us being in our mid-20s and being in this pandemic that just seems like it won't end um i think like with anything else there's pros and cons so i'll say the pro there's one pro i have and that's that um this pandemic being in our mid-20s is forcing us to be less distracted. Um, I think people are finding new hobbies, whether it's artistically, um, whether it's a sport that they can pick up that doesn't involve too much interaction with other people or just things they want to learn more about, um, whether it's stock markets, reading music, things like that. So I think it's forcing us to have less distraction, which is good because, you know, otherwise we would have just have been, you know, just engaging in so many different things that might be short term. But yeah, we can true. learn something that we like and stick with for life and get better at it. So I think that's a good thing. Um, not to the negatives. I would say, uh, you know, this generation is lacking interpersonal communication because of, like, social media. And I think uh, it's causing less interpersonal communication, which is something we need more of. We needed more of before the pandemic. And now there's even less of it. Um, I think that's because the way people act in our generation, not to sound like preachy or old, but is you know we a lot of people don't feel obligated to be a decent human being to other people because they know they're not going to have to see them face to face so they they you know they may just they may ghost someone or they may say something rude or they you know disrespectful or you know just handle Besides. something totally different than what people would you know you know our ancestors would have held you know handled it in a different way than our ancestors would have handled it because they know they got to see that person at some point well now you know there's a good chance you don't have to see that person so you just do whatever so i think you know causing interpersonal communication to drop off so that's one uh, con. Another con, I would say, is um, there's less dating going on because, you know, people are scared to meet up. Um, I mean, I've been involved with a few different girls throughout this pandemic. But a lot of people don't even want to do that because it's like if I go on a date, it's like, I don't know. Am I going to catch him? Am I going to spread you yeah, know, spread to my family with COVID and everything? Right. I mean, I'm, you know, I move safely. But, you know, <laughs> for some people, they may not even want to take that chance. Yeah. And it it's kind of makes us be a little more active on dating apps. Now, I'm on them, but I personally hate dating apps. I think it it's a platform that allows us to be dishonest and and lack accountability. And now that's like the main source of, of meeting people, unless you're like physically reporting to work and there's people coming through there. But so I hate that the fact that we have to rely so much on dating apps. That's another con. And then the last con is less traveling. I think um, traveling is a, a great thing to do, especially for people that have this timeline in their, in their head of, oh, by, by the time I'm 30, I want to be settled down, you know, married with kids and all that. And now I won't be, have, to have time to do it based off my career too. Like there's just a lot of things that people take into account with this timeline, which is not a good timeline to have, by the way. Uh, yeah, things don't thanks. happen according to plan usually. So, but yeah, less traveling, I feel like is what's affecting us. Cause you know, you want to do as, mo as much traveling as you can in your twenties, but I feel like we're not able to do as much. So, so one pro and three cons for me. What about you? Um, I'll definitely say it's, it's, it's a topic that, you know, 
it has a, it definitely does have a lot of pros and cons in it. Um, but I'll say ultimately throughout everything that's, that has happened throughout the pandemic, you know, being someone who's in their mid twenties, um, it's been a time to kind of stop and think about, you know, everything that I used to do, everything I'm doing now and everything I actually want to do in the future. You know, this is, this is a pandemic. This is something that's, that's serious. This is some, this is something that yeah. has, has hit the pause button on, on everyone's life. You know, and it's not something that just affected one person or one ethnicity group as a whole. This is something that that's it's, this is something that's global. You know, so with that being said, you know, it gives you the opportunity to look how your life was. It gives you the opportunity to see how your life has changed, and also gives you the opportunity to think about how, you know, in the event that this were to happen again, you know, things that you don't want to ha have happen to you, things that you don't want to have happen to people you love. Um, you know, having that awareness and and being able to educate people, you know, in the future or even like, for example, like before I said, you know, we might have kids one day, you know, we're going to be their influencers, you know, having that conversation that allows them to understand how the importance of saving money and actually understanding that, you know, you can put off those Jordans for another year because they're still going to be hot two years, two years down the line or, you know, Thinking before you submit that Fashion Nova order because you already have clothes in your closet, you know, just little, just little tiny things that you could literally stop and think about before doing it, you know, um, is it, it, huge. And it's 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 unfortunate that our generation is always a generation that gets hit by the wrecking ball, because I don't know if you remember when we left middle school. That's when they started pushing out the little the the, the big Mac computers, and that's when they started getting laptops in every classroom. That's when kids started learning on the smart boards and we, we had encyclopedias and books, you know, so. Yeah, I remember I was like, oh, smart board. Yeah. And then we went, we went to high school. Same thing happened to us. You know, we left high school. That's when they have all the, they have, for number one, they had more um, clubs that you could sign up for. They had, they were more aware of cyber bullying and what it was. You know, when we had, when we had Twitter or whatever, like me personally, if I, if I wore the wrong clothes to school, that's eight hours of me being in the wrong clothes. So if I wore a bright yellow shirt from Foreman Mills, that's eight hours of me being in that bright yellow shirt from Foreman Mills. And that's eight hours of me being retweeted throughout Twitter because everyone's laughing and retweeting, you know, Vince, Vince's fit, you know? So, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how, you know, we always tend to get hit by the wrecking ball, but it's also fortunate because here we are in this pandemic. Here we are in, in this environment with everyone else. Who's also being forced to, you know, reflect and and think about what's to come. Um, but we're in our mid twenties. You know, it might not feel like we have a lot of time left, but we we have a lot of time if you think about it. You know, we haven't really scratched the surfaces yet. Some of us have. You know, some of us got have gotten married. Some of us have started started up businesses. But you know, the majority of us we haven't really gotten the chance to actually soak our feet and what we're actually trying to do. You know, a lot of us began our careers, but we, a lot of us also couldn't advance in our careers because of the pandemic, you know? So mm -hmm. it's a, definitely a lot to think about. And there are, def, are definitely a lot of pros and cons. Um, and I want everyone in the comments to kind of, you know, list your pros and cons of, you know, being, you know, a mid 20 millennial, or even if you're just starting off, you know, just, you know, share your ideas, share things that you've been through throughout the pandemic. Um, so the next hit the brakes. Okay, you said before. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I just want to say to touch on something that you said before about like, um, you know, it may seem like we don't have that much time left. That's like the biggest thing about that's like the worst habit of people in their mid twenties is they think, oh no, I don't have something figured out by now. I'm never gonna learn it. It's over. My life's done. 
it's you know it's stop being so extreme you know stop being so yeah. so final about things yeah you may not have things done that you wanted to have done at this age but that doesn't mean it's over you're not going to learn it so you know just don't give up on yourself but what are you gonna say about the next topic it's facts uh, so the next hit the brace or carry on topic is going to be holidays. Um, so are they a time for marketing yeah. or are they a time for actual celebration? Uh, I would say we could uh, carry on on that one because I think it's self-explanatory as well, just like the job market thing. Um, for families, it's 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 about you know self self reflection and family time and all that. And then uh, for businesses, it's marketing. So I would say yeah, so you just carry on on that. We, yeah, you, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, we could, we could carry on from that. So for today's What in the World segment, we're going to have Twitter versus Trump supporters. Uh, so, Eric, how do you feel about that? Um, I think this is something that's been going on since 2015, <laughs> you know, yeah. before Trump was even elected on that dreadful day, of November 8th, I believe it was, 2016. Um, it's funny to watch because, like, since Twitter suspended Trump's account and, and Instagram did the same thing and Facebook and all these others followed suit, it's been funny to watch the hypocrisy. But I mean, there's so much of that in this in this country in general. But now that his speech has been taken away, you know, they were talking about like big tech and stuff like that and taking away free speech, free speech. But when we were kneeling with Colin Kaepernick protesting police brutality, that was our speech being taken away or being criticized rather. Um, right. We did the silent protest for Michael Brown, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, all that. George Floyd, that's peaceful protest, but we're being told it's wrong. But for them, it's different. It's a double standard. So that's something that's interesting to me. And it's just funny because, like, they're they're trying to ignore Trump's role in the insurrection that took place on Capitol Hill in on January 6th. You know, they stormed the Capitol with those angry Trump supporters. And, they, you know, they're just trying to ignore his role in that. So it's funny to see them complain, like, oh, they're taking a speech away, they're taking a speech away. Because, like, that's what they try to do to us all the time. Maybe they haven't done it because we didn't take away our, tw- our Twitter accounts. But maybe for those who have been, who have, been at least cognizant of what's going on they're spewing hate we're not we're spewing equality and so it's not spewing we're just preaching equality and that's a problem but they can spew hate and we're supposed to just let that let that rock um and i will the last thing i'll say is it's been nice with the lack of trump you know on our timelines and you know him being silent the only time we hear about him is when he's doing something and the news channels report about it so it's a beautiful thing with this silence i would say what about you uh i so said i definitely agree with that um i also want to add that i feel like you know, Trump has his little—I I call them Trump minions. It's like he has his little his little army of supporters that are just following behind him, doing whatever he says. You know, and basically, you know, yeah, neglecting, yeah, like neglecting their beliefs, neglecting where they come from, or you know, neglecting humans as a whole. You know, at the end of the day, uh, there was like there was an officer who lost his life in there. You know, throughout all that nonsense, there's there's a human, an entire soul in there, that's not going to be able to. to to, you know, touch his kids anymore and, you know, pick them up when he comes to the door or even tell his wife that he's home or anything like that. You know, a mother lost her, her, her son because of some nonsense that happened um, for this guy. But ultimately, you need to st- we all have to stop and think, you know, yes, everyone can be upset over the fact that, you know, their good old Trump is not being back in office again um, for his supporters, I should say. Um but you also need to under, stop and think and understand like where this guy comes from. This guy comes from a family who literally believes in marketing and you know building wealth. You know, with 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 those two things being said, this entire president election, this entire everything that led up to this was you know based on Twitter, based on him understanding marketing 
and him understanding because all right, all right let's let's rewind let's let's go all the way back to be to the beginning when trump was was trying to get in office let's talk about the amount of money that was being donated um to his to his his organization his group in order to to start the funding for him to become president you know think about the people that were investing that money into trump for him to you know get where he was think about everything that happened when he he was he was supposed to let go of his businesses but they basically had to pry him off of them um just think about everything that happened you know this guy is a marketing genius this guy was a this guy's this guy's show apprentice was on before before we even heard about shark tank you know this guy was the one who was you know getting these these young millionaires who you know now young millionaires the ability to to start their businesses so look 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 where he's come from you know look where we, we all know him from and look at what's in front of us right now it's okay to support something that you believe in but you need to ask yourself am i supporting something that's going to benefit the future am i supporting something that's going to benefit me right now and am i supporting something that's making total sense because this doesn't make any sense at all yeah. what happened the other day is an embarrassment right. we have we have all these other world leaders who are having press conferences to talk about America and what happened. That's the bigger picture. We all need to worry about our reputation as a country. It's embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. And it's also unfortunate because when African Americans were out there, um, you know, marching for Black Lives Matter or marching for the simple fact that it's taking close to a year to get some justice in, in this corrupted system for someone who was wrongfully murdered in their own home, it makes you upset at the fact that you know, these group of individuals got so close to something that is so cherished in our history. They weren't pepper sprayed. They weren't tased. They weren't shot. They weren't beat down to the ground. Nothing. You know, it's like everyone was on vacation at the same time and everyone was throwing this big party and they didn't care what happened. You know, at the end of the day, we have confidential documents that were that were taken. We have laptops that were taken. We have everything that was taken. And then, and then the only answer that we, the ultimate answer that we can get is, Hey, public, can you, do you think you can look through those pictures and tell us who you think that is or, you know, help us find this piece of equipment? You know, like what? You know, so it's, it's something that is, is, is mind blowing. Yeah. And I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed. This is more than just a CNN article or something that you see when you turn the TV on. This is something that, that needs to be addressed. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that, Absolutely. that, um, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on Biden as a new president or, you know, anyone who's in charge, but it's something that, that has to be addressed. It's something that can't happen again. And, you know, these Trump supporters, they need to put they, they need to be put in check. So I feel like what Twitter is doing is is, is, is segment one. But we need we need a segment two. you know, especially the African-American community. You know, we don't we don't ever get a break. If anything happens, you know, we're on the news first. Anything that happens in our neighborhoods, that news truck is in our neighborhood first. You know? So, right. you know, it's just, it's, it's just a lot for everyone to kind of stop and think about. And um, I also said, like, it's it's just interesting to see. I, I, I posted about it recently where it's just like just Trump supporters. I said, I, I hope they do a study on them one day because it, it's just something wild to see that they, they ride so hard for this man. They would take a bullet for him and mm -hmm. with, with no hesitation. I think his male supporters, would, would that are, his heterosexual male supporters would let him date and you know do whatever with you know their girlfriends and wives like they have such blind loyalty to this man that it's like i've never seen it but it makes sense though because when you think about from the birth of this nation until now we've been told these these non-inclusive ideals are a thing of the past we've been told that's a thing of the past like we've grown from that 
that's not how we are anymore. And then this guy comes along and he tells him it's okay to still think like that. And that's why those people that follow him look at him as this is our mouthpiece. This is our guy that we can get behind. And we're just going to say little code words like MAGA, which means make America white again, really. Um, And they're going to say vote red. And, you know, they're trying to take our rights away. You know, they just know these little things to say just because it's not socially acceptable to say I'm racist. I don't like people that aren't white, basically aren't wasps. Uh, For those who don't know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, you know, if if, if they're not that, they shouldn't be here. Like, they can't say that. So they say these little, you know, subliminal remarks and messages to go along with that. And so I know that to me that it, it, when you think about it like that, it makes sense why that they follow him that way. But it's still just crazy to see. I mean, I, something I don't think that enough people take into account is that for black people and just people of color in general, it's traumatizing that, you know, given our history with, you know, slavery and just mistreatment, discrimination, all that. It's traumatizing that someone even still exists in this country in 2021 or even in 2016 that thinks like him let alone the fact that enough people voted for him to put him in office someone that thinks like that like we're supposed to be on the same page of those things being like in the past you know so it's like the fact that it's not in the past it's right here and they want this person to be the president it's it's just a scary thing i mean still 70 around 75 million people voted for him this time even though they were unsuccessful the fact that that many people want that they saw four years of this guy all the bigotry the racism and all that and still said, I want more of that. So it's just crazy to see. But you know, that's, that's that's all I have to say on, on the Twitter versus Trump supporters. So for the next segment, we're going to be um, adding a hear me out. Um, so for that segment, I basically have adulting in a lump sum. So how do you feel about that? Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, so, you know, when I say adulting in a lump sum, I'm basically looking at, you know, the course of, you know, you being 18 being told you're an adult, you know, you being 26 years old, 27, and, you know, everything that basically happened, you know, along that timeline up until now, you know, how would you, like, what, what would be the pros and cons that you want to basically summarize from, you know, your, your adulting in a lump sum? Uh, there's definitely been pros and cons. It hasn't been easy for sure, but, you know, I would say, uh, the, the pros, obviously, graduated high school. I mean, I don't look at... I mean, some people don't, so it's an accomplishment. But, like, that's... To me, that's, like, yeah. a given. I'm definitely supposed to graduate high school. Um, so, graduate high school, graduated college, made some uh, lifelong friends. Uh, I studied abroad for a semester, so I was I was in, in Rome. I got to visit Athens, Paris, Prague, Amsterdam. Um, so, did that traveling. That was fun. Uh, you know, uh, pretty active social life. Um, things of that nature. So that's good. Made uh, different friends and connections um, you know, throughout my career so far. So, you know, I would say it's, it's been pretty good, but, you know, life is a roller coaster. Nothing, it's, if it's just exponential growth, then, you know, you, the, the fall is going to be hard when you face it because all, we all fall at some point, not to like the point where you can't, you know, get back up. But, you yeah. know, there's roadblocks in life, there's bumps in the road. So I would say as, as a lump sum, it, it has its ups and its downs, but that's expected, I would say. What about right. for you? Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll speak on it and I'll also speak on it for anyone who's like, you know, 17, 18, you know, cause at 17, you're thinking about when you're 18 and you feel like it's an exciting time, which it is. Um, but it does come with a lot more to learn. There's a lot more to 18 than being the most popular kid in high school or, you know, getting, getting the, the getting to the chicken nuggets or the, the piece of first when, it, when it's in the lunch line, you know, there's a lot more things that that come down the line when you think about 
adulting as a whole. Um, and, you know, a lot of us are going to be fortunate. You know, a lot of us are going to be able to graduate high school on time. You know, a lot of us are going to be actually be able to graduate from college. And a lot of us are going to be able to have experiences after college as a young adult that can kind of influence our direction. You know, like you said, you mentioned you went to Rome. You know, I'm sure that trip to Rome was more than just a trip to Rome. Like everything you saw there, how the people were, the culture, every, it was, a, it was number one was a culture shock because, you know, you're seeing people who have different beliefs, a different way of, of, of living and, you know, just a different ideology on life altogether. You know, I'm pretty sure that's something that, that had to be mind blowing, something that, that probably, you know, molded you and shaped you into who you are today. I feel like those things are very important for someone who's a young adult um, because it kind of it aids your direction. You know, it, 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 it kind of, cause it's all, it's, it's always good for us to have different perspective. Me personally, I have family that's in Jamaica, both rich and poor. So I get to see both sides of it. I get to see, you know, some of my cousins who never had shoes before, you know, but they have all the happiness in their heart. You know, that, that's something that I take in and it, it influences me and it makes me, you know, realize that there's more to life than an Apple watch or an iPhone or, you know, things that people worship. And when you see the other side, it, it also lets you know that there's more to life than what everyone, like what other people think about you or what other people say about what you're wearing or what other people want to say to you just, just so you can be a stepping stool, be like a, yeah, a stepping stool for them. Because a lot of people, they're going to look at your accomplishments as a downfall. And then they're going to, they're going to literally go down the same path that you went down. But the only difference is they're going to try to have, they're, they're going to try to have that path without including you. So you know, with that being said, you know, there comes a time where you kind of have to stop for a second, have an out-of-body experience, act like you're that person that you never met down the, down the street that bumped into you, and think about what that person saw. Think about the people that are around you that that person saw. I don't mean to be so complex, but that's kind of that's kind of how it is, you know, when you're trying to go through adulting, when you're trying to figure out where you're going, you're looking for a destination. Even though I personally feel like we never really reach a destination, even when we get old, because life is something that keeps changing. You know, technology is something that's here. I have a Bluetooth earbud in my ear. This is something that was not there when me and Eric were in fifth grade. Like, I remember, pretty sure you remember I had the CD player that was skipping the bus all the time. You know, so with that being said, technology is something that, you know, it keeps changing, it keeps evolving. And not only does technology change or evolve, but we do as well. There was a time where none of us had facial hair. There was a time when you didn't have a tattoo on your arm. You know, there was a time where everything was different. So, I was born with this ink. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know, ultimately, what's on the outside can be the only thing that changes. That also has to change on the inside. We need to, like our last topic, Twitter versus Trump. We need to realize what we're supporting. We need to realize what we believe in. And we need to realize the ultimate influence that it's going to have on not just us, but everyone as a whole. It's unfortunate yeah. that we have people who believe in, you know, racism. It's unfortunate that we have people who believe that it's okay to, you know, raid the Capitol building. You know, it's unfortunate that we had those people, but those that's a result of growing up and not really I, I personally feel like it's a result of, you know, growing up and not really understanding the bigger picture or understanding what you really want to do for yourself to make this world a better place. Because that's not how you make this world a better place. And you know, just to summarize it, just to, just to sum it up, adulting in a lump sum is something that you need to cherish. It's something that never ends, and it's something that you need to take seriously because it's, it's so easy to get lost and, and run laps away from yourself. We've seen it happen. I mean, obviously not to put names out there. We've seen people we went to school with, they get caught up in the wrong, you know, with the wrong people. And mm -hmm. 
you know, they end up in places where I'm sure they didn't envision to be, but that's what happened because they got caught up in the wrong things. Yeah. I mean, there are most times where you could do things off of impulse, but there are times where you where you do something off of impulse and you get in trouble for it. You know, your life changes for yeah. the worse, you know? So, yeah, uh, you know, it's just something for everyone to think about, um, you know, because I want to see the world going in in a good direction. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to enjoy their time here while they have it, because we don't we don't know when our time is going to end. You know, so while we're here, we all need to figure out ways to kind of come together, share ideas, share plans, share love, spread love, and be the most influential individuals we can be for one another. Because that's the only way we get out of we get past the pandemic. It's the only way we 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 separate. Or we bring together the rich and the poor, and we we all become rich. Um, and you know, right. I just I just believe that there are different ways to do different things, and we all need to you know wake up and smell the coffee. Right. And I'll say something. My mom always says she always says you know make your dash count because you know we're born whatever year we have a dash and then we die. So just make the time here count. That's and, true. You know you'll be all set. You that know? timeline that and, timeline um, is everything. Right. That dash is everything. Um, so before I get into my hear me out topic, did you have anything else you want to say about yours? Um, that's it. That's all I have for mine. Is it? Okay. Uh, so for my hear me out topic, I'm going to discuss how to not become dumb after school. Um, I just feel as though like once you graduate, you get that expensive piece of paper. It's easy to get caught up in a routine of what I need to do to get by for just today, as opposed to like, you know, staying in the know and, and like exercising your brain, so to speak. They always say that's like the most important muscle in your body. Um, just like absorbing new information that'll help you um, be able to have different conversations about different things. I'm a believer in knowing a little about a lot as opposed to a lot about a little. I just like to confidently go into different rooms with different people different from different walks of life and feel like I can hold a conversation about anything. So I think in school, you kind of have to, I mean, you literally have to know about different things to be able to regurgitate it on a test. And if not, like you end up having to take a class over, that's wasted money. You know, like you, that's literally... Yes, tuition money right that's literally tuition money that you're just throwing out the window if you're yeah. not able to you know know it well enough to pass the, the class and do well and, and stuff like that to know it on a test so but once you graduate you don't have to do that so I, that's why i think it's easy to get caught up in that routine of oh i just have to remember to wake up brush my teeth uh work maybe go to the gym you know stay on top of my hygiene stuff like that like those are things you have to do and that's about it anything else is just like extra so I think yeah. it's important to just like always, you know, learn new things. For me personally, like I picked up uh, learning the keyboard throughout the pandemic. Uh, that's just something I want to do for fun, learn, you know, learn music and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm probably going to look up other hobbies. I'd like to learn more about the stock market and finance, things of that nature. Just so that way I feel like, I mean, I feel like I can hold enough conversations now, but I feel like you're always learning. That's That's a part of life. Like you never really stop being a student, I feel like. What are your True. thoughts on that? Uh, well, I definitely agree with that topic. That topic makes a lot of sense. It's something that is relevant to our lives as adults right now. And the reason why I say that is because, like you said, it's so easy to get caught up in the whole, let me brush my teeth, let me wash my face, let me get a cup of coffee and get out the door. Like, it's so easy to just sit down and do that and make that every single day for the rest of your life. But... It's also important to know that the same way technology is evolving and changing, like, for instance, let's, let's take a look at Apple. Back in the day, they released the first iPhone and then the evolution of that, that device. And then devices that followed, the iPad, the, the, the MacBook, the, um, the Apple, Apple Watch. Watch, everything that followed 
is just is evolution. And as humans, technically, we're not supposed to be stagnant. We're supposed to evolutionize. We're supposed to change. And while we're changing, we're supposed to understand and adapt to the world around us. So if we're like like you said, you're you picked up the keyboard right now. Everyone is trying to, to create their own business. If you become really good at that keyboard, eventually one day you can start giving out like lessons, virtual lessons right. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's that's huge for the future because it's, the future is going to be something that's more so virtual. Uh, people are, are already working from home, getting things done from home. You can you can you can order groceries from home. You don't have to go to the yeah. store anymore. So we're going to people that are outside, I feel are going to just be like essential workers and people inside are going to be the ones actually working. Minus like the doctors, I mean, essential workers, like I said. But moving forward, we all definitely have to start adapting to the world around us. We need to understand that things can switch up just like we were forced to switch when we first had the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, because when this thing first hit, everyone was so caught up in... in um, going on vacations, getting out the door, saying that, hey, the middle class is going to be wiped out. I'm rich. I don't care. I'm poor. I want to be rich. And that back and forth saga that just kept continuing. And then coronavirus, and then boom, everything just got shut down. And Mm -hmm. that kind of forced us all to realize, hey, we're all human. We're all going to go through something. We can all lose things just like that. And as you know, just as much as me, we live in we live in South Orange. So in our area, we have a lot of big businesses that are harbored in the village. Look how many businesses had to had to shut down. Look how many business had, businesses had to close down. If you look across the street from, there's like a famous bar in South Orange for everyone who's watching. It's called Bunnies. Across the street from Bunnies, they built these these pretty pretty modernized establishments yeah luxury luxury apartments and then they also had like luxury and fancy businesses yeah it was literally like 80 dollars to get a shape up for your hairline like mm-hmm. those are the kind of prices that they had going on over there they would have people for a month. was that for that for 80 dollars for a shape up you better keep me fresh for a month <laughs> exactly so they had that going on and they had people coming off the, the subway straight from the, the city to go in there and, and spend that kind of money because they saw everything else around the village and they felt like that was the right thing to do. And then the pandemic hit. The businesses suffered. People started to realize that $80 for a shape up made no sense at all. And right. then people started losing their jobs. People started trying to hold on to their money. So th- the point of all this is to basically let you know that we need to always be on our toes. We need to be on our P's and Q's. And the only way to do that is to be open to learning new things, is to be open to picking up that uh, that tablet or whatever you pick up and just yeah. reading a book. You know, there are so many like books that we can choose from to learn different things. There are so many things you can just go to the store and pick up. Like if you really want to be someone who's who's open to learning, you can literally go to like go to Best Buy, pick up a guitar, take it home, go on YouTube and start learning how to play the guitar or like anything. Right. Because at the end of the day, once you harbor that knowledge, there's someone out there who's thinking the same way you're thinking. There might even be someone who starts thinking like that after watching this video. So if you're someone who has something that you can give to the world or you're someone who's open to learning and you're willing to to take that step to learn something new, then, you know, I take my hat off to you because that's something that we all need to learn how to do. 
it's not just one thing that you do that you're gonna do for the rest of your life there yeah there are so many of us that have gone to college accomplished something that we thought we wanted to do and then when we really thought about it when we got into the hustle and bustle we've actually wanted to go back to school to learn something new so the same thing the same thing happens when when you get that degree and you step out into the world the real world and have to smell that 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 coffee you want to add anything yeah yeah totally agree just you know be able to adapt you know learn new things it can't hurt yeah, anybody sure. even if it's just something even if you don't want to make a profit out of it you just want it for yourself like a hobby that's cool too just you know keep your mind fresh i say because it's easy to, to not keep your mind fresh yeah it's easy to become stagnant and just, get, and yeah. just say hey this is my life so whatever yep that's pretty much all i have for that topic uh, we thank you for joining us for season two, episode two of the What You're Thinking podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be back next week with more good info.